Hey, Disney Cruise fans, it's Wes. If you'd like to support the show, please consider booking your next Disney trip with us. We are independent travel agents affiliated with Mickey World Travel, a platinum Disney earmarked agency. Though we specialize in Disney cruises, we book all Disney destinations. We'll help you with all the planning details and make sure you don't miss out on anything important. Of course, if it is a Disney cruise, we'll give you some onboard credit up to $1,000 to spend on your trip. That's free money to spend on whatever you want just for booking with us. Spa treatments, port adventures, merchandise, adult dining experiences. It doesn't cost you anything to work with us, and you'll pay the same as if you book directly through Disney. So you might as well get some extra spending money to take with you. If you're interested, send me an email at Wes, W-E-S, at MickeyWorldTravel.com. And now, on to the show. Welcome to episode 143 of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes, and let me just say, it seems like there is a lot of excitement about the Disney treasure fresh off the recent live stream reveal and the first week of bookings. The booking window for Silver Castaway Club members opens on Tuesday of this week, and then the schedule will be open to the general public on Wednesday. So if you're looking to get in on the treasure, it's a great time to do that. There's also a lot of buzz related to Disney Cruise Line in general, I think in part because of the announcements that were made at Destination D23 a couple weekends ago. And speaking of which, I I haven't addressed those announcements, I don't think, at all on this show. So I'm hoping to do that as part of a a news slash bonus episode later this week. There wasn't a ton that was revealed. In fact, I was hoping there was going to be more, but there was definitely some new and exciting information that was shared, so I will be sure to share that with all of you. For this week's show, I've invited my friend Serena back onto the show, who runs the Instagram and TikTok accounts at Living by Disney, but she's also recently expanded her brand to YouTube and to a podcast, all of which provide amazing content and great information, so be sure you're following all her accounts. Serena recently cruised from San Diego, which I'm not sure I've ever discussed on this show, so I thought it'd be fun to have her on to chat about her experience. Hey, Serena, welcome back to the show. Hey, Wes. Thanks so much for having me. It's always so much fun to to come and chat all the Disney Cruise Line stuff. Likewise. It's great to have you. And I, I got to tell you, I always get really good feedback after I have you on the show. So I, I appreciate oh. you coming on and, and taking the time to uh, to do that with us. So that's good. That's cool. That's good to know. <laughs> as I as I understand, it's been quite a whirlwind couple of weeks for you. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm like a crazy person and I don't know, I, I, I schedule my life as if I'm someone else. And yeah. then when I have to actually like follow through on it, I'm like, what was I thinking? But yeah. yeah, I just got back from an Adventures by Disney, which is my first time ever trying that. And that was phenomenal. We did Italy. So we did um, we did several destinations in Italy. It was eight days and we did Rome, Florence, Tuscany and Venice. Wow. And I'd never been to Italy before and never done an Adventures by Disney before. So that was an amazing experience. And unfortunately, it's kind of like 
it's like flying first class. It will ruin you. What are you going to do at that point? Like yes. you're going to, you're going to go back to coach. You're going to like what I'm going to like go to Europe and have to like schlep my own bags through <laughs> Europe. Like how, That's so how true. Do, I yeah. can't go anywhere else from here. I, that this is like, it's both a wonderful thing. And also like you realize at some point in the process, you're like, well, this is the only thing we're going to be able to do now. Right, right, we right, can't right. do anything else. Yeah. Did you have a, a favorite experience on this adventure or maybe like a, a top highlight or was it kind of all equally as, as amazing? I mean, seeing Italy is amazing, but I think my favorite thing is getting to know the culture of it and some of the people. And I, that would not have happened if I had just sort of done this trip on my own, which obviously you can do. You can, you can even look up their itineraries and copy, you know, where they stay and what they do. But the difference, it's, it's the Disney difference, right? We talk about this in parks. We talk about it in cruise line too. It's, it's the people and the amazing guides that stay with you. So we had two, we had one that was an American guide that is, she's the most traveled person I've ever met. She's the only person I know who had, who literally filled her passport and had to get additional pages wow. added to it. Wow. Like that's how, that's what a traveler <laughs> goals, is. Life goals. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then the other one, it was an Italian. She's a, she was an Italian and she spoke amazing English, but she was so passionate about her culture and her people. And she had connections to every single place she, we went. She had either been lived there for a time or she had family there. Or she was partially raised there. So she just gave us like that real true perspective of someone who loves this country and what makes it great. And she taught us Italian words and gestures and things that made us feel comfortable being there, you know, and we really felt cool. really embraced by the culture. So I mean, that's why you travel, yeah. right? Like why go to someplace new if it's not to get a sense of the people and the culture of that place? Completely agree, yeah. And yeah, I, we wouldn't have done that on our own. We wouldn't have even met any Italian people, <laughs> much less had like people that really we got to know over right, the time. Right, you right, right. And so, and those two guides stayed with you throughout the entire uh, adventure? So they went yeah. to each of the cities with you? Oh, cool. I wasn't yeah. sure if they kind of had one for Rome and then you'd pick up a new one in Venice and then you'd pick up a new one in Florence, but it was the same two for the entire time. So you have your two that stay with you for the entire time that are taking care of the group and all of the logistics and everything. And then you have your specific guides for the city. Got it. And there, so the third person would come in. So when we were in Rome, we had an amazing guide there that he lives in Rome. And, and so it was really cool because when you had that, that specialist to that city, they love their city and they would, and, and like he was, he would joke and he would be like, you know, I know you're going to other places, but you don't need to see anywhere else. Rome is the best. You, <laughs> yeah. you know, you might as well just go home now yeah, because right. you've seen it all. Um, and it was cool just to, to get that. And they, they're the ones that are the, they're professional tour guides. So they know all the history. So when you're seeing all of the museums and the historical places, they tell you what this means. Right. Cause I'm not a big history person. Like I look at it's like, this is beautiful. Yeah. But when you tell me, okay, this was, you know, first century and thousands of years and, you know, Michelangelo and I'm like, okay, okay. Now I'm in it. I, I understand the significance of what I'm looking at. And, uh, yeah. So it was, it was really, it was an amazing, it was an amazing experience. It was exhausting oh, I bet. when they say they're not saying relaxation by Disney. <laughs> It is an adventure and yeah. you are, you're going, you know, and it's like, yeah. 
every type of transportation and, but they, they make it as like smooth and painless as possible and no frustration. So, you know, as the, as the person who's always the planner, I loved it because I just showed up. Right. I mean, what a concept. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah. Especially, (laughs) you know, in a, in a, uh, a vacation like that, that would be, Mm -hmm. you know, worth its weight in gold. Um, I, I would love to do an adventure by Disney someday. And, and as much as I would love to, we could spend a whole show talking to you about yeah, uh, yeah, about yeah. your adventure. And I would love to do that sometime. But I, we actually um, were discussing talking about your, your cruise. I think it was in May. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Your, your cruise out of San Diego on the wonder to the Mexican Riviera, I believe it was. What, what exactly, what was your cruise itinerary for, for that, uh, for that trip? So it was a four day and we did Cabo. San Lucas. Okay. So, uh, it was really interesting. I'd never done a West coast cruise and never been on the wonder. I had been on the magic, but it had been like, mm, I don't know, 20 years ago, maybe not, maybe more like 17, 18, a really long time ago, back when it was only the two ships that even existed. Um, so the wonder was new to me and it'd been a while since I'd been on a smaller ship. I had come from the fantasy and then the wish. Yep. So I had done both of those this year and then did the wonder. And I was kind of like, okay, this is like, I mean, I know it's Disney cruise line. I know it's going to be nice, but it is a bit of an older ship, it you is, know, yeah. like how am I going to, is it going to feel kind of dated to me after all of these new ones, but so what, what was, were your what were your thoughts on that? Like two things: going from the larger ships to the smaller ship, and then also from the newer ships to one of the oldest in the fleet. Like what 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 were your thoughts? What are, what are some of the things you noticed? What are some of the things that you felt? So interestingly, if no one had told me that that ship was as old as it was, I would have never yeah. known. Yeah. Never known. I had no idea. The it was immaculate. The the way they update. I don't even know how they do it. And I know it went through like an extensive refurbishment at some point in its, you know, in its whole lifespan, but it's just, it's, it's the maintenance that they do on an ongoing basis. Right. So it's like, and of course the staterooms have been totally redone. So they feel very modern. The, you know, it's got the hard flooring, it's got the, you know, it's, it feels just as, as nice as any of the other ships you'll go on. But you just don't see the age in the ship at I, all. I agree. We were just on it uh, in June in Alaska on the Wonder, and you're exactly right. You just you just don't notice things that make it make it as old, you know, as old as as mm-hmm. it is. So they do a really good job at, uh, at keeping keeping up with their ships for sure. Yeah, I would definitely never say don't do. Uh, a, a certain ship because it's an older one. Like you, you won't even be aware of that at all. I think it, it's only just like choose what the itinerary you like and you know, what definitely. works with your, with your schedule. Definitely, It is definitely a smaller ship and I feel like there's pros and cons to that. Uh, in some ways I love the size of the larger ships. I think it's kind of like Goldilocks, right? (laughs) Which do you like, you know, which fits you better, right? And I feel like now I've done done them all except the dream. That's the dream is the only one I haven't done. But so you have small, which is like magic and wonder, medium, which is like fantasy and dream, and large, which is wish and soon to be treasure. And of those, I like the medium. Like my favorite is the fantasy. I love the fantasy just in terms of a layout or whatever, but – 
the smaller ship, it's first of all, it's not small. It's just smaller than than you know than the wish. But there's definitely advantages to that, especially on a shorter cruise, like a four day, because I I felt like I I could see it all. Um, we've talked about this before, but the wish is so huge that a four, three or four day is like a joke. (laughs) There's no way, unless you're just going to like say, okay, we're not sleeping. Then you're just not going to get to see it all. And, and in a smaller ship, you don't have that like pressure to feel like you have to like go and see everything, which I think is cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's, there's definitely advantages to a smaller ship. I think you had said that you kind of prefer, like the magic and wonder. Is that right? I, I do. I, and I, I do like the smaller size, I think. And when we were just on it, uh, in June, I, I, there were many times where I would find myself thinking like, I can't believe how convenient it is for me to be on the upper deck and, Oh, I forgot something in my room and then just run down to my stateroom, grab it, and then go back to whatever I was doing. Even mm-hmm. to go from, you know, the, the front of the ship to the back of the ship is not a, a major walk. And I mean, Yes, on a smaller ship, you can't pack as much into it. So there's, you know, in theory, there's less to do on the smaller ships. Right. But I, I really enjoy the convenience of of the smaller ships. I don't get me wrong. On the larger ships, the the lobbies or I guess the grand halls on the Wish yes. are spectacular. And you can – huge noticeable difference between the, the lobbies on the ships. Mm-hmm. But I just I, – I like the small feeling. I like that they're – they feel a little bit less crowded – Mm-hmm. And I, they just have they have a lot of character. The older ships yeah. have, have a lot of character about them. And it's it's almost like a nostalgia thing to me as well. We we've spent the most amount of time on the wonder or I guess I've spent the most amount of time on the wonder in my cruise life. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just it, there's a nostalgia thing for me as well. But they definitely yeah, all have like something great to home. offer. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So this was your first time on the wonder. There mm-hmm. were some, there's some great things about the wonder that, uh, you know, that are exclusive to that ship that I would say, this is a reason why you want to go sail on that, mm-hmm. that ship. So one of the things that I think of is Tiana's place. Oh, that one was the, such a highlight. One of the main dining restaurants on, on the wonder exclusive to the wonder. It's not on any of the other ships. So what, what were your thoughts on Tiana's place? I loved it. And it ended up being our last night that we were eating there just based on our schedule. And it was by far my favorite. I loved it so much. It felt like the dinner show aspect, it feels like true, authentic New Orleans band. Like you really feel, you, you do not feel like you're on a Disney version of an experience. It feels very authentic. And the performers were amazing. Tiana just really like, she spent time like going around the tables. And again, you know, if you compare that to Arendelle on the wish, which is the frozen theme restaurant and you have they they also visit tables, but they can't get to always everyone. And it's it's huge, right? That yeah. restaurant is massive because the wish is just a massive ship. And this is a lot cozier. So you actually feel like you get more time with with the characters and and then you have Lewis there who like when he makes his debut, <laughs> it's just it's so much fun. Yeah, and he yeah. is just like dancing his little little heart He's out. He's very lovable. He, yes, he's just so lovable. And yeah, that was such a highlight. It felt like an amazing party. It yeah, felt like an event. Definitely. What are your thoughts just in general about kind of the dinner show experience versus like a, 
like a 1923 on the wish or or lumiere's uh yeah. or tritons or royal, on the, yeah, royal those ones yeah or, what are your thoughts mm-hmm. on kind of the um the 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 dining performance versus just a, a sit down dinner i i really like them i like both i i wouldn't want all dinner show and i wouldn't want to not have any of it i i they do have a different vibe it's kind of like um going to a a character meal at, at Disney World versus a you know California Grill sit down restaurant like they they're they're not meant for the same thing, so they give you different things. But I think that they they feel very lively. They have you know the entertainment is so much fun. I, I love that aspect of it. I wouldn't want every night to yeah. feel like there's just because it it is a bit you know it's a more chaotic. It's just like a lot more going on. It's not as relaxing. So I like having the ones that are more elegant and you just sit and relax. You have a nice conversation with who you're with and and all of that. But I think, you know, these are family cruises. And when you've got kids, those dinner shows, they keep it lively for them because dinners can get long. And of course, you can always do the kids club with them, but it's nice to have them there. And then they have the entertainment. So they have something to keep them busy and, and have fun with, too. And they can actually get out of their seat and move around a little bit and come back, which is nice, you know, with their little antsy. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like both. The the reason I ask is because I, I feel like Tiana's place, as opposed to the other uh, dinner shows on the other ships, it I think you said this, too. It felt like a very authentic setting, like the, mm-hmm. the crawfish crooners are playing, you know, jazz music while you're eating. And so you, you're, you're, you're sort of hearing the music in the background, but it's not like an in your face performance style you know, setting, whereas yeah. in Arendelle, you have to turn and like look at the stage and, and watch the production that's going on. You can almost kind of enjoy it without having to see anything. That's and, true. And it was I, I really liked that about about Tiana's place. So, yeah, I, I'm with you, though, too. I, I, lo- I love the idea of the uh, the dining performances, but also I also something to be said about just the restaurants where you can just sit and eat and talk with uh, with the people that you're with. Definitely. So. The other thing that is exclusive to the Wonder is, excuse me, not exclusive to the Wonder is offered on the Wonder, but is um, a really good, a really good show is Frozen, a music musical spectacular. Did you happen yeah. to catch Frozen while you were on this ship? Oh yeah, I I will not miss uh, any of the performances. Like that's that's the highlight, one of the highlights to me. Gotcha, and it was fantastic. It really felt it felt like a Broadway show. They used to have a frozen show in Disneyland at the Hyperion theater, Disney California adventure. And I remember seeing that one and thinking, this is Broadway level. This is amazing. And then I went after seeing the cruise line one, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is actually better. (laughs) It's, it's, it's it's really, really good. I I haven't seen frozen on Broadway, but I can't imagine. It's gotta be. It's gotta be close. Yeah. Yeah. We, this was, this was the first time we had seen the show on any of the ships because it's also offered on the fantasy, I believe. Um, but we okay. hadn't seen this show yet. And I, I was sort of hesitant, not hesitant that I wasn't going to see it, but I was kind of like, eh, am I going to really enjoy this? Frozen is not my, my favorite movie. Right. It's not my, you know, they're not my favorite characters. I'm like, eh, I'll obviously go watch it. And it, it blew me away. The production was amazing. Mm-hmm. It, it's so cool what they're able to do on the stage on a cruise ship is, you know, so yeah. it just, it's, it was a really good show. I really enjoyed it. It certainly can't miss. Like if you're on the the Wonder, you have to go see it. So yeah, it was it was incredible. So you had a day in port in Cabo, is that right? We did, and I'd never been to Cabo, 
before. Um, this was, I'd never done a West Coast cruise before. And it's, so it's different. Yeah. West Coast is different. So I guess because I've only ever cruised with Disney out of Port Canaveral, yep. every cruise I've ever done there, I mean, I live, so it's like a little less than an hour right. from my house. Yep. So it's just super convenient yes. for me. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm back home by like I'm jealous of that, by the way. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's amazing. Um, so, so I have always enjoyed the process of getting on the ship there and, you know, just not really didn't appreciate the fact that this terminal Disney has built right for them. <laughs> yeah. And it's amazing. And obviously now I realize, oh yeah, you're not going to have that everywhere you go. Cause Disney doesn't custom build their own terminals at every port they make. And, uh, so the, the process of getting on the ship is not as nice. <laughs> like, <laughs> like there's a point where, cause it's in the middle of uh, the city, uh, San Diego. Okay. And so it's like, it's literally in the middle of the city. Which, in one hand, is really cool because as you're taking off in the sail away party, it's just a skyscrapers and like it's like a city around you when you leave. So it's it's kind of cool. But it is also very different because you're traveling in the city and and you're like wheeling your luggage around and you're like trying to figure out where you're going. And it's not until you the terminal looks a little like, questionable. It looks a little, you know, like a little bit of like a warehouse. You're yeah, like, what, yes, what yeah. am I doing? You know? And then, then once, as soon as you go in and then the, you're in the Disney cruise line yes, space, you're yes. like, Oh, okay. All right. I'm good. This is fine. Right. But it was definitely just like, Oh, okay. I kind of, I, I don't, I didn't appreciate the terminal that we had at <laughs> gotcha. Fort Canaveral. Not now, gotcha. but yeah. Yeah. If you ever have a chance to cruise out of New York City, it's it's kind of like that. I mean, the the terminal is very much like you said, it's, it's not a Disney Cruise Line terminal. So it's, you know, it's one that's used for a lot of different cruise lines. But once you're on the ship and you're, you know, you're experiencing, you're getting the full Disney experience, you know, you know it changes. But the, the best part about cruising out of New York is when you're sailing away from the port out into the Atlantic Ocean, you know, you're, you're literally sailing right past the the manhattan skyline so on the port side as you're sailing out you have the manhattan skyline and then you you pass by the statue of liberty and it, it's just a really cool experience and and so if you ever have the chance to to sail out of new york i would i would highly recommend that just for that that experience alone i would love to do that that would be really neat it is definitely it's just a totally different way to look at a city and one uh, one thing that I always think is so cool, and it just makes me appreciate Disney more, is just how people respond to seeing the ship yeah. on the shore and, and on boats and whatever, even on other cruise ships that are passing you, how they yes. get excited for true, yeah. Disney and for, you know, the ship horn to and the, the, the tune that they're playing. It's just it's got that little bit of magic that it just spreads everywhere it goes. Definitely. And when you're traveling on it, it's just like, you're just a part of that little magical voyage. It's just, I love that part right. of it. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. So you had a couple days at sea then, if you just had yeah. one port day, what, what kinds of things did you do? Or I guess in more generally speaking, if you want, what kinds of things do you like to do on your, your days at sea when you're not you know, running around on, uh, uh, in a port. I love, so I love the funnel vision. I love, the, oh my gosh. I love sitting there that, and watching That's one of my Disney favorite movie. things. Yes. <laughs> yes. And just being by the pool on the deck. I love to just watch the world go by. And there's like, I, I try to find somewhere where I have a happy medium where I can see the view as we go by, but I can also see the movie that that's playing. Yeah. So like I can do both, you know, <laughs> 
honestly, I'm just so happy to just be there and I'll just vibe. I'm relaxed. I've usually got a book or something, but I probably am not reading because I'm just distracted by everything around me. And and I just go get food and, you know, like that's all <laughs> I need in life. <laughs> yes, lots of food. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's been an hour since I last ate. Let, yeah, me, right. let me hurry up and go eat some. Yeah, it's it's just so much fun to me. I love being on the decks. Like that's, I don't hang out in my room much right. on a cruise, even though I, I like the veranda view and I, I enjoy that, but I very rarely actually hang out there. I just like being, I like being in the middle of everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I totally get that. Are you a, a character meet and greet type person? Like, did you yeah. Yeah, schedule I am. any time and for that? I did a little bit and I loved that the lines were not as long. Um, cause on the wish again, bigger ship, you think, oh, more things, which is true, but it also means more people. Yes. <laughs> a lot yes. more people. And that means more lines for everything, more crowds. And and they they manage it pretty well, but for the like popular characters, they can the lines can get pretty long on the wish. And like long enough to where the character that is standing there when you get in line will not be the character that you end up meeting because they will change shifts multiple times. Like <laughs> right, that's right, how right. long, you know, you're kind of there. So I felt like I got to see a lot more characters on the wonder because gotcha. the lines were, I mean, sometimes you could, it just like, you literally just hop in and it'd be like two, three people in, in the line, you know? So that was really cool. I love their outfits. I, I always love when they get like little themed outfits for, you know, the pirate night or whatever's going on. That's like my favorite thing. Uh, at some point I really want to do one of the Europe ones because have you seen the outfits that oh, they yes, wear yes. Like based on where they're six, <laughs> it's like amazing to me. Like they've got their little like French, you know, berets on or what. Oh my God. I can't stand it. Yeah. It's so cute. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I like, I like to do the characters. I think that's really fun, especially in the evenings. Like, I feel like that's fun to do before, before, after dinner. Yeah. And they're always like, there's always so many of them around. Right. And one of the things I really like about meeting characters on the ships is is kind of the way they have you queue. So they they'll say in the navigator, you know, Minnie is going to be in the the main lobby from you know ten ten to ten thirty. But that mm-hmm. that window is actually when you have it's usually actually a fifteen minute window. But that window is is the amount of time that you have to get in the line. It's not how long Minnie's going to be there. So if you're in the line within that 15 minutes, you're going to see Minnie regardless of how long that line is. So I, you know, I really like the, how Disney Cruise Line does their their character meet and greets. I think it I think it works really well. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. I think they do a really good job. And I think that again, the the characters are just a big part of what makes the Disney Cruise Line Disney, you know, Definitely. like Definitely. that's always a big part of it. One thing that really surprised me though about the West Coast Cruise is it was a lot cooler. It was like chillier. Oh, interesting. May is, it's like, it's warm there, but as soon as we left and really got into the open sea, it got a lot cooler in the air temperature. And of course it's breezy. So it feels even cooler than that. And they just kind of said, yeah, May is like still not fully summer for them. So like, you know, it, it, it can, you can have warmer, you can have cooler, like it can kind of go either way. So, I mean, I remember was sitting on the, you know, when I was watching the funnel vision and I had like, uh, you know, hoodie on and that was new. I was like, cause normally I'm always doing Caribbean and it's like, you right, know, right, a right. thousand degrees. Right. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a favorite funnel vision movie? Like, is, is there one that when you see it, you're like excited about it. <laughs> uh, there's a couple, but probably Tangled and Moana um, are the two. <laughs> man, this is, same with me, like right. That's like 
That's exactly what I would have said. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, um, Moana fits, right? Like when you're on yeah, a right. cruise ship, yeah. it just makes sense. Definitely. That's funny. <laughs> and you're like, the line meets the sea. It calls yeah. me. You know, you're like, you have your whole moment. Like you're, getting you're, up in, the... you're getting up and like <laughs> yeah. singing it yourself. <laughs> yeah. You're like wayfinding. It's great. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, yeah. I love, I love, I love that movie anyway, but I, it's rare that I will sit down and watch a whole Disney movie and I enjoy them. So it's like, it's kind of a nice treat if if it's Absolutely. put on in front of me and it's just on that big screen. It yep. just I don't know. It just it just really that's to me my favorite thing to do on the days at sea. Me too. And I I actually get a hard time on like social media and stuff about that because I I always say how much I love <laughs> watching Funnel Vision and it it truly is one of my favorite things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so it's it's nice to have a, a fellow a fellow fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Too. I have heard I, that. The you mentioned sailing on the on the west coast. I've heard that the Pacific Ocean is a little choppier than the Atlantic yes. Ocean. Did, did you have that yes. experience? Yeah. Yeah. In fact, several people that were with us uh, got a little bit sick, even despite some of the things they were using wow, to prevent okay. it. It was a lot rougher. A lot rougher. Wow, really? Like yeah. noticeab- noticeably different noticeably from the Atlantic. Rougher. Okay. Yes, and um, a couple of the the people on the, sh- the work on the ship that I talked to, was like, is this, you know, kind of normal? Is this, and they were like, oh yeah, this okay. is just, this is just the, the waters here. So it wasn't the, the result coast. of like a, a storm that was happening or anything. No. Like wow. Mm-mm. No, it's just, it's just rougher water. Yeah. It's something about the way the, cause you're in like a, uh, my geography is not good, but it's like a, you're, you're, it's sort of like a Gulf, Okay, yeah. you know, that once you get into Cabo, like it's, maybe it's the Gulf of Mexico. I don't know. <laughs> don't, don't quote that, me on any of this. I think that's between Texas and Florida. I'm not a geography yeah, expert, so complete funny. disclaimer, but, but there's like uh, different seas that are blending. Gotcha. Okay. So it's sort of like, it's just a rougher like a area of water. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah. And, um, so it was definitely rougher. So I would say if you are at all concerned about seasickness, that probably I would stick to other, other Good to things. know. Yeah. Cause I, I had heard that was, uh, was true, but I, I don't think I've ever actually talked to anybody who experienced it and had, you know, had an opinion about it. So did you find helpful. that with Alaska? Was no, so the thing about Alaska is once you're in the inside passage, the ship moves really slowly. So there's no, mm. you know, there's not a lot of rocking on the ship. However, on your first day kind of getting up there, the ship's moving pretty quickly just to kind of cover a lot of, a lot of ground for lack of a better term. Yeah. Um, a li- you, you, you experience it a little bit there, but no, I, th- I feel like Alaska kind of avoids that just because the ship moves more slowly than it might in, uh, in other places. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about Cabo? Did you get off the ship? Did you do anything when you were there in port? Yeah, we did. We had like an excursion that we booked through through Disney Cruise Line where it you took you off in the ship and you got on another boat and that boat took you to see some of the there's like a famous thing. <laughs> <laughs> I realize now how it's on myself. Uh, I, I have to look and see exactly what it's called. But it's like a rock formation okay. that's in the water. And it's really, really pretty. It's like this whole area where basically the Pacific and the Gulf sort of meet. And 
it's like a, there's like a window view, like the rock formations form a natural window that you can look through and see oh, the cool. other side of the the ocean. And it's just, it's really, really beautiful. It's just a lot of natural beauty. And, um, there's like beaches there that, the, you know, you can get out on if you want to. And it's, it's definitely an adventure because you're on a smaller boat and these guys are so funny, like that do the tours and they're just making all these funny jokes about like, you know, the fish and the, I don't know, they're just, they're, they're very entertaining just in and of themselves. But, um, but that, that was also like some of us, some of my friends were having a little sick sickness issues oh, no. on that boat as well. Really? So, so it's definitely just the water in that area was just definitely a lot choppier, but okay. I thought that was fun. I've, now that I've done it, I'd probably be good. I don't think I need to do it again, <laughs> but Cabo itself is very, it's very cute, but it's very like touristy, mm. you know, in that area. But I think there's other excursions that you can do that take you a little more off of the, you know, it's kind of like every port of call I feel like is like that. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. right by the ship is super touristy and just the shops and everything are all kind of the same. And then right. you get maybe 10 minutes away and then you're kind of more in the actual, like the destination that you want to look at. Sure. Would you, I, I get a lot of questions about port adventures, um, yeah. particularly for these West coast cruises. Is that one that you would recommend? Like, it sounds like maybe you had a good experience one time. I, yeah. I loved the ship. I don't think I would do another West coast cruise. Oh, okay. Okay. Personally, yeah. not out of California. I, the main reason I did it is because I it combined it with a Disneyland ship, you know, yeah. Like yep. vacation. Okay. So yeah. in that sense, it was great because Disneyland, you don't really need a whole lot of time to do. So three, four days of Disneyland combined with three, four days of a cruise, that makes a really nice, like rounded out, you know, vacation. So if that's something you're interested in, that might be a nice way to kind of like tack on to something. I think if I was going to do that, though, I'd probably do it on the Disney World side and just add on gotcha. your three or four day cruise to a Disney World trip just because I feel like it's about the same distance from the park to the ship and you're going to get like the East coast is a little bit better. You get that really nice terminal. Yeah. Just the experience is a little bit smoother. You know, um, I felt like the logistics were a little trickier on the West coast, but I'm really glad that I did it. Cause I really wanted to do the wonder and I knew that I wouldn't be like doing any Alaska or anything this summer. Yep. So okay. I just, just, just in Italy, <laughs> so, <laughs> like there's only so much time. So, um, so it, it allowed me to be able to experience that ship, which I had never done before. And I just really have a whole new appreciation for it. Now oh. I kind of feel like I need to do the magic again. Cause it's been so long. I'm like, yeah. if the magic and tangle, looks anywhere. And tangle the musicals on the magic now. So right. it's, you know, that's, it's worth going on just for that. It's, a, yeah. it's amazing. And then Rapunzel's Royal Table too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I might need to do that. For sure. <laughs> uh, last question about Cabo. Is that a port where there's stuff to do like right off the ship? Like where the ship docks, are there shops and restaurants right there? Or yeah. do you need to? Okay. There's I, a ton. All right. That's, a lo- that's another thing that a lot of people are always curious about is just – is, are, is there stuff to do within walking distance, like if you didn't have a port adventure booked? Yeah. In fact, we didn't – like we we got off and our port adventure ended and then we had more time. So we just walked and okay. like we, we went and got food and, you know, shopped and everything. So gotcha. everything's like right there, really convenient. Um, so it's definitely it's, – it felt very safe too. Like, it, you know, it's definitely like – it's a nice little area, but I do feel like it's not like – 
I wouldn't have booked it to go to Cabo. Yes, you know, I just, it, yeah. I wanted that cruise and, you know, <laughs> it, wherever it's going. I'm more, in, I'm always more interested in the ship than in the destinations, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. You, if you ever have a chance to do Alaska, highly, highly, highly recommend. It's, it's an amazing, amazing experience. After um, looking at all of the, the photo and videos you, you posted, I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's just, it just looks so stunning. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very very awesome. Any plans for the treasure yet? Not yet. Any I official looking, plans, I guess I should say. Yeah, official plans. I'm hoping that, you know, I'll be able to to get some previews of it yeah. as we get closer. Um I definitely would love to get something booked in Lighthouse Point mm, yep. next year because yeah. of that that new island I think just looks amazing. For sure, yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Um, the treasure is not going there, interestingly. At least yeah. not in the, in a, I guess they figure they don't they don't need it as a as a sales pitch for the treasure. So Yeah, maybe not the new the new destination and the new ship. Exactly. Right? You wanna exactly. S- spread them out spread a little it bit. Out. Yeah, for sure. I was just so thrilled that the treasure is gonna be a week. Yes, yes. I, that's my that's the thing I'm most excited about because I just I need more time. Yeah. On the ship, so <laughs> I'm all for that. Yep, yeah, absolutely. exciting things, man. Really like, exciting. And we talked on a on on your podcast. You said um, Disney is just making a lot of really good decisions right now and kind of doing yeah. doing a lot of things well. And I I agree with that. They they just have a lot of excitement coming up, and they're doing a really good job at getting people excited for you know for these things that they're doing. So, and when you consider the cruise industry and the hit it took in 2020 and the, the, the way they've bounced back and not only bounced back, but like all of these new projects and sort of the, the investment that they're putting into it. I I just think that's really, really exciting. Absolutely. Definitely. Lots, uh, lots to look forward to and lots to be excited about Serena. I really, really appreciate you coming on the show and, you know, sharing your, your cruise experience and just kind of your Disney cruise thoughts in general. It's always a pleasure having you on. So thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me anytime. And be sure, like I said at the beginning, check out Serena's, uh, all of her social media accounts at Living by Disney. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Bye-bye. As a reminder, you can connect with the show by following along on Instagram or Twitter at the DCL Dude or by liking the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash DCL Dude podcast. You can also check out my blog at the DCL Please feel free to reach out with questions or ideas for future show topics, and I'd be super grateful if you could leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Beyond that, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening. Mm